Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, uh, I start uh, paragraph four of uh, Shobo Genzo Tsuki. <coughs> uh, this from here, Dogen uh, discuss about another uh, sayings by a Chinese Zen master. Uh, the quote is paragraph paragraph four, and his comment start paragraph five and and continue to six. So let me read paragraph four and five. Zen master Panshan Baoji, or in Japanese pronunciation Banzan Hoshaku, said, <coughs> "The mind, the mind moon." is alone and complete, completely round. Its light, its light swallows the myriad phenomenal things. The light does not illuminate objects, nor do any objects exist. Light and objects simultaneously vanish then what is this? So this is a question from this the master to his students. <coughs> and paragraph five, what is said now is that the Buddha ancestors and the children of the Buddha have mind moon without fail. This is because the moon is their own mind. If it is not the moon, it is not the mind. There is no moon that is not the mind. Alone and completely round means that, means that it lacks nothing. That which is beyond the cal uh, calculation, uh, calculation of two or three is called the myriad phenomenal things. The myriad phenomenal things are moonlight, not uh, myriad phenomenal things. This is why light swallows the myriad phenomenal things. Because the myriad phenomenal things naturally swallow moonlight completely light swallowing light itself is referring to as the light swallowing the myriad phenomenal things. In other words, the moon swallows the moon, or light swallows the moon. For this reason, it is said that light does not illuminate objects nor do any object exist. Because it is thus, when there are living beings that need someone in the body of a Buddha to save them, Avalokiteshvara immediately manifests him or herself in a Buddha body and expounds the Dharma. When there are living beings who need someone in a universally manifesting physical body. 
to save them, Avalokiteshvara immediately manifests him or herself in a universally manifesting physical body and expounds the Dharma. This is nothing other than turning the Dharma wheel within the moon. Even though the illumination of phenomenal beings achieved through yin energy, that is the moon, and yang energy, the sun, is brought about by the fire jewel sun and the water jewel moon. At the same time, it is just the immediate manifestation of the Buddha, Buddha body or universally manifesting physical body. This mind is itself the moon, and this moon is itself the mind. The Buddha ancestors and the Buddha's children penetrate the mind through the principle and the phenomena in this way. So Dogen quotes, this the master is saying, <coughs> uh, first line is Shin gets Ko N, and next one is Ko Dom. Ban Shou Ko He Shou Kyo Kyo Yaku Ahi Ko Ko Kyo Gu Mo Yaku Ze Ka This sin is mind or heart and moon and the core is alone and n is a round or a circle or this n also means complete or perfect. And this core is uh, light, and dome is swallow. And ban is 10,000, show is forms or phenomenal beings. And uh, again, light, uh, not uh, illuminate. Kyo means object.
and uh, this is the uh, same Q object uh, also not uh, son is exist so and again light and object both bow means disappear uh, matter is uh, matter is also uh, the means this uh, nani or ka that means what thing important thing is this mind or heart shin uh, in Japanese this I we read this as kokoro uh, the problem is what how to translate this shin into English. It's a difficult word. Anyway, this is mind, shin gets is one word, mind, heart, moon. You know, shin, Chinese word shin is translate, is used as a translation of at least two, not only two, but a few more but mainly two Sanskrit words. And uh, one is uh, citta. And another is fridaya. In Sanskrit, citta is mind, uh, function of our mind, that is psychology. So thinking mind. And this fridaya, means heart. So these are two completely different words in Sanskrit. But the, you know, mind, thinking mind and heart are different things. But somehow Chinese people translate both citta and fridaya into this one Chinese word, xin. As you know, he, they, not he, but Chinese Buddhists use this uh, well, Dao or Wei as an equivalent of many different Sanskrit words. They use this Shin as a translation of at least two. That is mind and heart. That is a uh, reason it's become complicated. That means when we see this word Shin in Chinese Buddhist, character, Buddhist text, we have to think whether this Shin is uh, mind or heart. And you know, this word Fridaya is familiar with us as the name of the Heart Sutra. Heart Sutra, the full name of the Heart Sutra is Prajna Paramita Fridaya Sutra. Because this is Fridaya, this should be translated as Heart Sutra. It cannot be Mind Sutra, even though we call it uh, Shingyo, Hanya Shingyo. In that case, this Shin is Heart, not Mind. And in this case, in the case of the Heart Sutra, this Heart or Fridaya means Essence.
essence means, you know, the Prajna Paramita Sutras is not one a single sutra, it's a collection of many sutras, and it has 600 volumes. But the Heart Sutra is short, one of the shortest uh, sutras. And it is said within this short, very short sutra, the essence of this 600 volumes Maha Prajna Paramita Sutra is included. That is why, you know, this sutra is called the Heart Sutra. So the Heart Sutra cannot be, you know, called a Mind Sutra. It has nothing to do with the mind. So we need to uh, understand what this Shin means in each case. That is a problem. You know, in Sanskrit and English, uh, it belongs to the same language family. So Chitta and mind and Frida and heart is, you know, perfectly, you know, matching each other. But Chinese are completely different language. So uh, that is a problem. And the reason why Chinese people uh, translate uh, both Chitta and Fridaya into this word Shin is not only Chinese, but Japanese too. We think or thought, I don't think, but <laughs> ancient Chinese and Japanese people thought uh, they think with heart, not brain, not head. And heart is more important than brain. You know, one of the definition of death of human beings is uh, heart stop functioning. There are three things are uh, necessary, but one of them is heart needs to stop. Unless heart stop, until heart stop functioning, the person is alive. So uh, until recently, uh, you know, heart transplantation, transplanting was illegal. That is murder, because when heart is moving, the person is still alive. But now, uh, I think 15 or 20 years ago, Japanese government changed the law. So now, uh, and even the heart is, you know, fun moving, uh, the person is dead. So uh, transplanting of heart become possible. But still not many Japanese uh, don't do, you know, heart transplanting still because heart is really important as a part of our life. So this is considered the essence, essence of life. Anyway, these two are different, uh, completely different Sanskrit word, but Chinese people translate uh, both word in, into this one word, Xin. And uh, especially in Chinese Buddhism, this word Shin became really important uh, concept. Uh, for example, in the Daijo uh, Kishin Dong, or Awakening of Faith in Mahayana, this Shin is uh, very 
fundamental uh, concept, and it said the absolute absolute aspect of this sin is uh, ultimate truth, and uh, phenomenal aspect of sin is uh, conventional reality. So this sin is a very basic basis or foundation of this entire Buddhist teaching, at least uh, influenced by this uh, text, Daijoki Shindon. And Daijoki Shindon was very important text uh, in Chinese Buddhism. And the basic teaching of this uh, text is so-called uh, Tathagata Garba, or Buddha nature. So this uh, sin is considered to be the Buddha nature. And this Buddha nature's uh, absolute aspect is ultimate truth. And uh, phenomenal aspect or relative aspect is our thinking mind. So uh, this is one of the key words. And this word shin is used in Chinese, uh, especially Zen text. It doesn't mean our thinking mind, but it means this absolute mind that is beyond a phenomenal world. <coughs> this, and that is uh, used, for example, like a Bushin, Buddha mind is not our thinking mind. And uh, also, Ishin, uh, one mind, that means, in this case, this one means absolute, not uh, uh, one out of many, but this one means only one. And this core or alone refer to that oneness. And so this Shin is not our thinking mind, even though it said, I translated mind, moon, but it should translate maybe heart, moon, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I translated as, as mind, moon, but it's not, uh, please understand, it's not a thinking mind. And Uchiyamaroshi, my teacher, uh, often said this shin is not a thinking or psychological mind, but it's more like our life. You know, our thinking mind is a part of our life, but our life is not a part of our thinking. So this shin is much broader than our thinking mind. But anyway, uh, in this case, this shin gets the mind moon, refer to this uh, reality of interdependent origination. This network of interdependent origination is called Shingetsu in this person's uh, sayings. So this Shingetsu is uh, just one and perfect, means nothing is lacking. And uh, the light of this uh, Shingetsu uh, 
10,000 forms or beings or things. That means uh, our image is there is、uh, one moon, and this one moon illuminated、uh, all beings, 10,000 uh, things. But what、uh, this master wants to say is this.、Uh, Shin gets and these family、uh, phenomenal beings are one thing within this、uh, network of dependent origination. So there's no、uh, subject, object, subject of illumination, and object of being illuminated by this moon disappear. That is what this don or swallow means. When we swallow something, that thing s become part of me. So there's no such separation anymore. So this means this shingetsu、uh, and uh, these, uh, these the phenomenal beings usually in our mind think as an object.、Uh, one thing. That is what、uh, the light of this Shingetsu、uh, swallow myriad or ten thousand things. So the light, same light, same light of this moon、uh, does not、uh, illuminate the objects because this is one. There is no such separation. And interaction. And、uh, this Kyo, the object, also does not exist, means exist、uh, beside or outside of this illumination. So、uh, from, from this side, only the、uh, Shingetsu is there. So both. Uh, that this separation of, uh, as a light and object of the light illumination disappeared. So this become one thing. That is what、uh, this is said the light and object both disappear. This is not, neither this is not light and this is not the object because this is completely one thing. Then, what do you call this? What is this thing? That is the meaning of、uh, this saying. Okay. Do you hear? Okay. So, this is the meaning of this, the master's saying. You know, this、uh, network of interdependent origination that includes everything, nothing is outside. So, this is complete oneness. But in which, you know, there are,、uh, you know, the entirety of this network. 
illuminate each and every individual things. Those are objects of uh, the light. But when uh, this is really one thing, what do you call, what is the name of this thing, is uh, the meaning of this uh, saying. And uh, next paragraph is Dogen's comments. <coughs> Uh, what is said now is that Buddha ancestors and the children of the Buddha, uh, children of the Buddha refer to Bodhisattva. So when we allowed Bodhicitta and receive the Bodhisattva precept and take the Bodhisattva vow, then we are children of Buddha. So these refer to us. So Buddha ancestors and the children of the Buddha have mind moon without fail. So this mind moon is our mind moon. That means you know this uh, uh, universal life and our personal life are simply one thing. This, be, this is because the moon is their own mind. Uh, and yet, as Uchamura said, this mind is not our thinking or psychological mind. This mind or heart or shin is uh, our life. You know, our thinking mind is individual, individualistic, but our mind, our life is permeate or has no uh, separation between uh, this person and other living beings. All beings are connected uh, within that, this tree of life. So uh, life is uh, transpersonal. And yet, thinking mind is really personal. So, if it is not the moon, it is not the mind. So, our life is the moon. As I said, you know, within this uh, Indra's net, we are existing as a part of this net. And, and yet this thread, the relation, this thread is transparent. So we think we are in individual, independent beings. But actually there is no such independence because without this relation there is no such independent person. And this entirety is called uh, Shingetsu. But, uh, each and every one's life is also, according to Dogen, called Shingetsu. So this is so this is this Shingetsu is like a, in the uh, analogy of Indra's net. This is like a, a money jewel. It is said in. Each and every knot, there is a 
beautiful jewel, beautiful transparent jewel is there. And on this jewel, each and everything is uh, reflected. And on this person's jewel, this is also reflected. So each uh, person's jewel reflected each other, and it's become one, uh, one jewel. That is kind of an image of interdependent origination in India, especially the Abhatantaka Sutra or Kegon Kyo. Anyway, so uh, this entirety is Shingetsu, but also uh, our life is also Shingetsu. Because we are, this totality of interconnectedness is Shingetsu. Our, uh, the, our, the side of our life as being connected with all beings is also called Shingetsu here by Dogen. And alone and completely round means that it lacks nothing. That means it includes everything. So uh, that which is beyond the calculation of two or three is called the myriad phenomenal beings. Myriad phenomenal beings means uh, all of these uh, knots in this network is myriad phenomenal beings. And we are, we are part of it. And the myriad phenomenal things are moonlight. So these each of things within this network is also moonlight. Not myriad phenomenal things. So myriad phenomenal things are moonlight, not myriad phenomenal things. That means there's no such uh, self-nature as a myriad phenomenal things. But these myriad phenomenal things are uh, the light of this uh, Shingetsu. Uh, then, because the myriad phenomenal things naturally swallow moonlight completely, that means uh, swallow means become one with this light of this entirety. So one, each one of them, and this entire uh, network become really one thing. You know, it is like, you know, this is one hand, and yet we can see, you know, this uh, collection of five fingers. But when we uh, touch one thing, one finger, then I touch the entire hand. There's no way to touch only one finger because one finger and the other fingers are connected. So one finger is, I mean, each finger is one hand. And even if we, I touch, you know, whichever finger, 
I touch entire hand. So uh, this, uh, this light refers to this relation or connection. So each finger uh, swallow the connection means each finger uh, cannot, does not really exist without the relation or, and the connection with other fingers, other four fingers. So actually, you know, this is not a finger in a sense, this is a hand. Uh, so the myriad phenomenal things are moonlight, not myriad phenomenal things. This is why light swallows the myriad phenomenal things. So from both sides, uh, finger swallow the light and light swallow the, thing, the fingers. So this becomes completely one thing, completely one thing. And this is also completely one thing. Uh, because the myriad phenomenal things naturally swallow, means become one with moonlight completely, light swallowing light itself. It's not uh, uh, media phenomenal things swallow the light because uh, the uh, myriad things are themselves light. In that sense, you know, light swallow the light. Uh, light swallowing light itself is referred to as light swallowing the myriad phenomenal things. That means the light means connection or relation and each beings are completely one thing. Uh, in other words, the moon swallows the moon. So this moon swallows the moon, but that means the only moon, nothing else. Or light swallows swallows the moon. For this reason, it is said that light does not illuminate object because there's no such object, because there's no such separation between subject and object. Uh, <coughs> moon swallow the moon or light swallow the moon for, for this reason, it is said that light does not illuminate object nor do any object exist. Uh, because it is thus, when there are living beings that need someone in the body of a Buddha to save them, Abhraktesvara immediately manifests him or herself in a Buddha body and expands the Dharma. This is also referred to what uh, is said in the Kanongyo. So this Shobogenzo uh, Kanong and also Zenki and Tsuki are all connected. That means Avrakteshvara appears as each and every forms. Because, but uh, if we, think, we hear that kind of statement, 
then we think uh, there is Avalokiteshvara up there, and b all beings are on the earth. And this uh, something called Avalokiteshvara appeared as each and every beings. But uh, that is, I think that is a common understanding. But Fat Dogen is saying is there's no such things called Avalokiteshvara beside each and every being which is interconnected and which is part of this mind moon or Shingets. So this, this uh, network of interdependent origination is itself Avalokiteshvara. And each one of these phenomenal things are uh, part of Avalokiteshvara. So when uh, one person needs something, uh, somehow some, someone uh, helps. That, that is how we are supported within this network. When we need something, someone come to help us. Or when a baby uh, is crying, uh, even if there are some, there are the baby's parents are not there. Somehow, we need to help, not need, but as a regulation. But somehow we try to help. That that uh, not idea. It's not idea. When some when a baby is, you know, for example, uh, fall down on the street. I think we, any one of us, just as a natural. Uh, function, just you know, help the baby or children uh, stand up. Or if uh, the children have some injured, try to help that one. Not as I, this person or this boy or girl is important to me or not. This is a kind of natural uh, function as a life, uh, larger than this individual beings. I think. So we are part of that network. That is what Avalokiteshvara or Kanze Onbosat's uh, works in this world. So uh, he repeats the same thing, but using different expression. Uh, that is, when there are living beings who need someone in a universally manifesting physical body. This universally manifesting physical body is not in the Kanongyo, but this is Dogen's kind of a, a creation that uh, is Fugen Shikishin. who is universal uh, everywhere, and gen is appear or manifest, and shiki is uh, physical or Sanskrit word rupa. Shiki in shiki sokuze ku ku sokuze shiki, rupa or material, and shin is body. 
that means not only human beings, but uh, every, all Rupa or material beings, of course, including human beings. You know, all those uh, phenomenal things, or 10,000 forms, are uh, So Avalokiteshvara immediately uh, manifest him or herself in a universally manifesting physical body and expand the Dharma. That means each and every being inside ourselves and also uh, outside ourselves are Avalokiteshvara, are expanding Dharma. That is why Dogen could say not only Dogen, but uh, Chinese poet, uh, what his name, Sotoba, said, you know, the sound of ballet stream is Buddha's voice, and the colors of the mountain, or shape of the mountain, is Buddha's body. And they are always expounding Dharma. If we have uh, eyes, to see the color, and if we have ears to hear the voice, then we can always hear and see the Buddha's uh, body and Buddha's voice, uh, Buddha's body and Buddha's voice. Uh, and also he wrote, Dogen wrote a fascicle of Shobo Genzo entitled San Sui Kyo, that is Mountains and Waters Sutra. And this sutra is not a sutra about mount, mountain or waters, but uh, his understanding was mountains and waters are themselves sutras. So they are always uh, manifesting and expounding the Dharma if, we have, if our eyes are open and if our ears are open. So this, this kind of movement, what things happening within this network, is, as Dogen says in the next sentence, this is nothing other than the turning the Dharma wheel. Turning the Dharma wheel referred to Buddha's teaching. When Buddha first you know, st stood up from sitting under the Bodhi tree and walked to the deer park, and started to teach five monks. That is called first turning Dharma wheel. And after that, he, Buddha continued to turning the Dharma wheel, means uh, continue to offer teachings, you know, to whoever, who, whomever he met. That is Buddha's teachings. But what Dogen is, is saying here is, Everything happening within this uh, network is Buddha's uh, turning the Dharma wheel. So Buddha's uh, teaching and expounding the Dharma is still continuing. If we see and if we hear it. So that, that is why this is called Buddha's Dharma body.
even though the illumination of phenomenal beings achieved through in energy in this is about yin and yang. Yin uh, and yang or yin and yo in Japanese. And in this case, in energy referred in referred to moon and yang referred to sun. You know, according to Chinese idea, you know, this everything in this world is can be categorized into two, yin and yang. And uh, all these things are achieved through yin and yang energy and is brought about by the fire jewel, that is sun, and the water jewel, that is the moon. That means, you know, this happening is a natural thing. It's not a, it's not a particularly spiritual thing. It's a natural uh, phenomena. And yet, at the same time, it is just the immediate manifestation of the Buddha body, or universal manifesting physical body. You know, we don't think this is a spiritual thing. This is just a, a evolving, evolving the uh, physical thing. We don't think this is something precious or something important or something uh, sacred. But if we see in this way, everything happening within this uh, universe, not only this uh, planet Earth, but everything happening in this world, in this universe, is uh, Buddha's expanding Dharma. So we can see the same thing uh, from very different perspective. You know, everything is expanding Dharma. That, that's why everything is uh, sacred. And we need to appreciate and venerate everything. And within this everything, we these five skandhas are included. It's not a matter of you know this is not sacred, but all other beings are sacred. But we, so we should uh, value and uh, <coughs> venerate our own life also, not our you know self-centered ego, you know egotistic um, thinking, but things happening the life that allow me in this way, including ego-centeredness. We should, you know, value, you know, these things as a sacred and important, precious, spiritual happening. So this mind is itself the moon, and this moon is itself the mind. So mind and moon are one thing. That's why it is called mind-moon, or Shingetsu. So the Buddha ancestors and the Buddha's children penetrate the mind through the principle and the phenomena in this way. So this is, Dogen is saying this, uh, 
mind or heart, sin, <coughs> uh, can be studied two sides. One is uh, principle, and I, another is uh, phenomena. That the original word Dogen used is D, and G. D is principle, and G is phenomena. And uh, this mind has the as two aspects. One is as uh, principle, and another is as phenomena. And this D and G is used, for example, uh, I think in Sandokai. It is said, Jiyoshu suru wa moto kore mayoi, rinikano mo mata satori ni arazu. That is uh, about this D and G. That uh, is in English translation. Uh, when we cling to or attach ourselves to G, phenomenal beings, that is, of course, delusion. But being accordance with Ri or principle is not enlightenment, something like that. That is also about the same thing, same reality. When we see this as a collection of individual beings, or I, we see this as a collection of five skandhas, this is with the way we see this as G, phenomenal, separate, individual way. And when we see this as oneness, one hand, then this is really one thing. There's no separation or discrimination. That is what is called D. This is, uh, in a sense, Chinese way of thinking about uh, two truths. Uh, in the teaching of Prajun, uh, Nagarjuna. You know, absolute truth is called Li. And uh, conventional or relative truth is called Ji. So Ji is kind of a uh, concrete things. And Li is oneness or interconnectedness. And this D and G is completely interpenetrate each other. And this is one thing. That is what Dogen has been talking. And uh, that is why he says, the Buddha ancestor and the Buddha's children penetrate the mind through. So this mind is not our thinking mind. But this is how we study D and G, or absolute or ultimate truth and conventional or relative concrete phenomenal truth. And that is what we do uh, in our Zazen. And in our Zazen, we really use these five skandhas. And our thinking or our thinking mind is not uh, eliminated, it's not killed, it's still working. So everything is there, but when we really just sit, you know, we are really just one with this entirety of the network. So our doesn't has two sides. You know, my 
my sitting is only my sitting. No one can sit for me. I cannot sit for you and you cannot sit for me and you cannot practice for me. If you practice for me, that is your practice, not my practice. Same as, you know, you can eat my food, but my stomach is not filled. <laughs> your eating is yours, and my eating is mine, so I have to eat my food. In the same way, I have to practice by myself, using my own body and mind. So, G is there. But when we sit using this uh, concrete body and mind, these five skandhas, then somehow, you know, everything is connected as one thing. So both D and G are within our zazen. And also, not only in our, in our zazen, but also each and every activity in our uh, life. When we think in this way, we are individual beings, so I have to take care of this myself as a five skandhas, but uh, within taking care of my five skandhas, uh, you know, we take care of others. That is how we are living together within this uh, inter uh, interconnectedness. Where do we have? 20 more minutes. Uh, I hope, yeah, I think I can finish next uh, uh, two paragraphs. It's, it's short. <coughs> uh, so let me read paragraph six and seven. This is a, a continuation of Dogen's comment on this uh, saying. He quote one uh, ancient Buddha's saying, an ancient Buddha said, the one mind is all dharmas, and all dharmas are one mind. Therefore, the mind is all dharmas, and all dharmas are the one mind. Because the mind is the moon, the moon is the moon. Because all dharmas, that is the mind, are without exception moons, the entire world is the entire moon. Uh, the entire body is the entire body is completely the entire moon. Even though all beings are among the uh, before and after three and three, in the myriad years of a moment which of these is not the moon. The sun-faced Buddha and the moon-faced Buddha that are the current uh, body-mind and we ourselves and our environment must also be within the moon. Coming and going without, I'm sorry, coming and going within life and death, are both within the moon. The, the entire ten-direction world must be the up and the down, the left and the light, within the moon. 
day-to-day -day activities, like now, are the bright, bright hundred grasses within the moon, and the bright, bright mind of the ancestors within the moon. This is the end of Dogen's comment on this the master's saying. So uh, it's, he said, an ancient Buddha said, but uh, I don't know who this Buddha was. Probably this is his creation. I mean, uh, uh, there is a very famous phrase from the, I think, from the Avasantaka Sutra, at least teaching in the Avasantaka or Kegon school or Fayan school. Uh, there's a famous saying that is, uh, Ichi, Soku, Issai, and Issai, Soku. It's Ichi, Soku, Issai, and Issai, Soku, Ichi, or Itsu. I mean, each is one, and each side is all. And so one is all, and all is one. And as far as I know, uh, even though Dogen used this expression, one mind is all dharmas, and all dharmas are one mind, I cannot find anyone who says exactly this thing, but meaning is the same with this one. One is all and all are one. And uh, Dogen used this expression, one mind is all dharmas, and all dharmas are one mind. In Shobo Genzo, uh, Soku, Shin, the uh, English translation is the mind is itself Buddha. This is a very famous saying by Basso or Mazu. Uh, the mind is itself Buddha. But according to the story, uh, Later, he said, Hishin Hibutsu. This means uh, not mind and not Buddha. So this is a kind of a, a positive expression, and this is a negative expression, or almost like a Genjo and Todatsu or manifestation and uh, revelation. Anyway, in this uh, uh, fascicle or chapter of Shobo Genzo Sokushin Zebutsu, Dogen said, the mind or shin that has been uh, authentically transmitted through Buddhas and ancestors is the mind that is uh, 
one mind is all dharmas, and all dharmas are one mind. So he put a shin, is shin, is sai, and he put a ho. Usually, shin and ho is subject and object. We are the shin, and dharmas or things are object. So this uh, one mind is all dharma, and all dharmas are one mind can interpret two ways. One is uh, this one mind referred to ourselves as individual. We are the all beings, and all beings are us or me. That is uh, uh, how Uchiyamaroshi interpret this expression, and he. Uh, made uh, his uh, kind of a unique expression such as everything we encounter is ourselves or our life. Everything we encounter is our life. That is his expression of the same idea. One mind is all dharmas and all dharmas are one mind. And another possible understanding of this expression is this one mind is not uh, our individual self, but this entirety of uh, network of interdependent origination is one mind. So this one mind uh, is, and this collection of all beings are the same thing. There are, you know, two possible ways of uh, interpreting this expression, but I think this two are included within this one expression, I think. That means, you know, this entirety is Shingetsu, or mind, uh, mind, moon, and yet, and also each and everything within this mind, moon, is also mind, moon. You know, same as, you know, uh, the water, with the reflection of moon is water moon. That is moon. In that same way, we are the one mind, or one heart, or ishin. And we are one together with all beings. So I, th I think this expression is not someone's statement before Dogen, but Dogen created these sayings. Anyway, uh, he commented about this expression <coughs> and said, therefore, the mind is all Buddhas, and all Buddhas are the one mind. That means there are two sides. One is really oneness, and another side is multiplicity. We can see from both sides. Because the mind is the moon, the moon can, is the moon. Uh, because all dharmas, that is the mind, are without expression moons. So all phenomenal beings are uh, mind and also the moon. The entire world is the entire moon. So this entire universe is one moon. And each and every beings within this universe is also moon. Uh, 
the entire body is completely the entire moon. Uh, this entire body is translation of tsu shin. And this is the expression uh, which one, adogo, is used. When they discussed about the Avalokiteshvara, Dogo Ungan first said Henshin means whole body is what? Hands and eyes. And Dogo said, you said quite well, but you only said 80%. Then Ungan asked, then how do you, how do you say? And uh, at that time, Dogo said, Tsushin, throughout the body, is hand and eyes. So here is another connection between uh, Zenki and Tsuki and Kannon. Uh, so he said, this entire body is the entire moon. Even though all beings are among the before and after three and three, this is a strange expression appeared in the very beginning of Tsuki, and that means numberless number, number which is not the number. So this is about the uh, number of the things. And, <coughs> excuse me, the myriad years of a moment, this is about this is about time. Uh, that means one moment, each and every moment, and uh, myriad years are no separation. So in one moment, we experience, experience myriad years. Or myriad years is uh, included in one moment. Uh, and what he said, which of these is not the moon? That means everything is the moon. Within entire time and space, everything is the moon. There's nothing that is not the moon. And the sun face Buddha and the moon face Buddha. You may know the expression uh, sun face Buddha and moon face Buddha. This also came from another uh, koan, koan story uh, about Mazu or Baso. Uh, when he was very old, probably he was dying, uh, so he was very sick. Someone visited him and asked, how are you? Then Baso said uh, this expression, sun face Buddha and moon face Buddha. And it is said uh, the longevity of sun-faced Buddha is millions of years. And the longevity of moon-faced Buddha is one day. So these two uh, <coughs> represent uh, impermanence and eternity. And when he was dying, I mean, Baso was, when he was dying, Baso said, both are there within his uh, sick body and mind. 
his sick, you know, his five scandals are sick, and he was dying. But he said, eternity and impermanence are both there. And this is exactly the same thing with uh, Uchamurashi's poem, as uh, though dying, never dying. So all, in both eternity and impermanence are within this uh, moon. So not only our mind, but also our environment, the uh, place we are living together, must also be within the moon. Coming and going within life and death, you know, we are born and stay for a while, changing the shape, getting older and aging, and disappear. This process is called shoji korai, coming and going in within life and death. Are both within the moon, so we are born, live and dying within this moon, within this moon. So actually nothing is born, nothing is living, and nothing dying. It's only the uh, transformation or movement of this moon. The entire ten direction world, this entire universe, must be the up and the up and the down the left and the right within the moon. That means everything happening and everywhere in this universe is within, the, within this moon of interdependent origination. Day-to-day uh, -day activities, our, what we do uh, every day, nothing special, very ordinary things. Our day-to-day -day activities right now are the bright, bright hundred grasses within the moon. This expression, bright, bright hundred grasses, is a translation of May, May, Hyaku, So, and next one is mei, mei uh, soshi shin. Uh, this mei means brightness and repetition, and hyakso means hundred grasses. And to uh, literally means head, but this to has not a meaning, but this means each one of hundred grasses. That means everything. So those, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how to translate this brightness. Bright, bright hundred grasses. Bright means each grasses have its own beauty, I think. Are uh, bright, bright, uh, soshi, 
means ancestors, ancestral teachers, and shin is mind or heart. So that means each and every things. This uh, hundred grass <coughs> does not necessarily mean the grasses, but all beings, each and every beings, are uh, nothing other than uh, uh, ancestral teachers, heart or mind. And this saying is by, again, Lehman Pan. You know, Lehman Pan uh, did not become a monk. When uh, he visited Sekito, Sekito Kisen uh, asked him, do you want to become a monk or continue to be a lay person? And uh, he decided, or he said, I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> so he continued to be a lay person. That means to be a monk is not so free. <laughs> Anyway, so he, he continued continue to practice as a lay person, so he had family. He, his wife and two children are all practitioners. And his daughter, especially his daughter, was a very enlightened person. So I think first layman, Pan, I think he was very old already, said uh, this thing, you know, all phenomenal beings or hundred grasses are the mind or heart of ancestral teacher. I think originally this is a singular, this ancestral teacher means Bodhidharma. But in here I think this is not, here means in Dogen Shobogenzo, this is not only Bodhidharma but including all ancestors. That's why I put, uh, made it a plural. But in the original conversation, this uh, soshi or ancestral teacher referred to one person, Bodhidharma. Um, and this is about the famous question in Zen, uh, why, well, what is the intention of ancestral teacher coming from the West? And the meaning of this question is, you know, the Bud uh, Buddhist teachings recorded in the sutras are already already transmitted uh, to China from India by translations. So in China there are many uh, Buddhist texts already, and so and Bodhidharma didn't bring any text. So, according to Zen tradition, what Bodhidharma transmitted is Buddha's mind, not Buddha's words. Mind or heart, shin. But uh, if that shin or mind is reality itself, it's already in China also. It's not only in India. It's not made in India. But so the reality itself this, you know, uh, interdependent origination is already working in China also, then why Bodhidharma had to come? What he wanted to transmit? Is there something that can be transmitted 
by a person. That was a question of this, the meaning of this question, why Bodhidharma came from the West. Because there's nothing to transmit. That means his coming from the West is something extra, something meaningless. That was the meaning of the question. So what is the meaning of Bodhidharma came from the West is uh, the meaning is the meaning of this, this question, and uh, we need to answer. And there are many different answers in Chinese Zen text. And this is a kind of one of the answers that is all beings, all these hundred grasses, that means every, each and everything is uh, brightly or clearly uh, expressing Buddha's heart, uh, ancestral teacher's mind or heart. Then still we can ask, then why he had to come? <laughs> anyway, this means everything happening and everything we encounter is uh, this mind moon or uh, this uh, network of interdependent origination. So it's, uh, it's really precious and sacred. So we need to live together uh, in harmony with all beings as our practice and also as, our, as the expression of our awakening. I think that is what Dogen is trying to say in this uh, writing. I'm sorry, I cannot uh, read and talk rest of this text, but uh, he quote two more texts, two more things. One is from Zen uh, literature, and another is from uh, another sutra. But basically, what he's saying is the same. So uh, it's already 4.35, so I have to stop. I really appreciate your practice and your patience, especially your patience of listening my poor English. And also, I really appreciate all people's effort to organize this uh, gathering, especially people who prepare meals. The food was really delicious. So I appreciate all of your efforts and practice. I hope I can come again and uh, practice together and share Dogen's teaching again sometime. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the Brooklyn Zen Center. Our programs are given free of charge and made possible by the donations we receive. For more information on supporting Brooklyn Zen Center, please visit the giving section of brooklynzen.org.